This is episode 91 for Tuesday, March 21st, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. Nah, nah, man, nah, I can't do this this week. Nah, I'm just kidding. Non-alcoholic beer is this week. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. How's it going, y'all? Welcome back to another... Episode of Brew Styles. Kind of did that out of, or, out of order today, but oh well. Out of order today? Out of order, yes. How are we out of order? Well, I said, how's it going, guys, before I said welcome back. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Brew Styles. There we go. Yeah, thanks. That's, that's <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's the uh, the sound of Chris's voice. Chris, how are you? I'm doing swell. How are you, Sawyer? I'm fantastic. I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Anything new with you? Uh, not really. But yesterday, I helped Eddie brew his very first beer. Oh, so cool. So since he's not here, I will mention that for him. Nice. Yeah, rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did a, uh, a blonde ale. Eddie! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, we'll see how it goes. Cool. His first homebrew? His first homebrew. Okay. Does he have kegs and all that? Yep. Wow. Um, he he kept trying to, to make a recipe, and he kept texting me, what is this grain? What is this grain? I was like, just buy a kit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, That's what he ended up doing? Yeah. Okay. So I told him, I was like, what do you want to brew? He's like, a blonde. I was like, just buy Stubby's Blonde Kit, a Brazos Blonde or something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, very simple. Had a couple of specialty ingredients, two, two hop additions, done. Nice. So, right, so let's um, make that blind blow today. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Well, cool. Cool. He took it all home because he had he bought a carboy and everything, so he took it all home and pitched his yeast and so awesome. I'm looking forward to tasting it. So there's proof that uh, making your wife pregnant will drive you to brew your own beer. There you go. <laughs> so if you are listening and you're not already a home brewer. Um, if you make your wife pregnant, then you probably will be a home brewer. So there you go. <laughs> I just was surprised it took him this long. As long as we've been doing this too, and yeah. as yeah. long as he's been hanging out with us. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's not super expensive to get your first set of equipment, you know, especially yeah. if you're able to brew on somebody else's stuff. You don't need the full gamut right away. Well, that's what I told him. And, and the same thing that I did with Sawyer whenever he started, I was like, buy everything that you need to ferment and on. Mm-hmm. And then you can use my equipment to actually brew because I'm going to be there to help you anyway. So you might as well brew at my house. Yeah. So he did the same thing. He bought all everything that he needed from um, putting it in the carboy on. Mm-hmm. That way, his all he has all that stuff. And then as he goes, he can start you know buying equipment to get sooner and sooner and sooner into the brew schedule. And, and then eventually he'll have everything. So right. But he's really interested in the grandfather. So he didn't really want to buy any pots until he found out if this is something he wanted to do. And then he'll just go all in yeah so i told him to you know get a couple of brews under his belt start to understand the process then go watch ferrato brew on his grandfather and uh then he can make that decision if that's oh, something he wants to go with because it's a little different because it's one of those all-in-one single vessel brew setup kind of thing so it's, it's a little bit different but yeah it looks like a trash can too <laughs> yeah yeah one of the uh most recent beer magazines i read um as I actually took a trip to Chicago this week, that's where I went. Hmm. Uh, as as I drove up there or rode up there, I was reading 
trying to catch up on my Brew Your Own and Zymergy magazines that have just kind of stacked up over the past few months. Mm -hmm. And one of them was talking about all the different type of either countertop systems for brewing or floor systems that are basically just a one, you know, one and done kind of thing. And there was a lot of different ones. I've heard of the grandfather, sure. But, um, I mean, there was a good... 12, 15 pages of just yeah. stuff. You know, a lot of them are only available in Australia or New Zealand, kind of like that. But it's just like, you know, tabletop. It's becoming a Mr. Coffee of beer. Yeah. Well, it's like the, the Zico brew, I think it was one of them, where you have to buy their packs of prepackaged stuff. Yes. And then you put it in there. And, you know, I've read some strange reviews about that and how all the beers taste the same. And uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of a it's kind of like a Keurig. You have to buy uh-huh. the K cup. Yeah. So for that, I think it's the Zico brew, the one I'm thinking of. It's like a tabletop one. It looks kind of like a rectangle. Yeah, there was something to start with a Z. There, I'll have to show you this magazine. Yeah. It was it was crazy yeah. how many different ones there are. Some of them are basically just you touch a button and you're done, and some of them are more involved where you have to actually yeah measure out the grains, do different steps. Well, you know, for people that are brewing in apartments that don't have a lot of room for all that equipment, that may be the best way to go. Yeah. So definitely worth the research for you. Jump in and buy something. Certainly. It's intriguing. It is. You know, if you want to cut down on space and equipment and steps. Yeah. Um, if it makes good beer, it makes good beer. Yeah. You know, no need to kill yourself over all these different steps just to prove how machismo you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's also the sound of Travis's voice. <laughs> yes. Hi, Travis. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. Good. Glad to be back. Uh, as I said, I took a trip to Chicago for the week. Um, and in doing so, I stopped at many different new breweries and tried different new beers. That's always a fun part about traveling to different regions because you get a chance to try things that aren't available here. Right, right. Um, so that was fun. And uh, as far as other brew-related brew things, I have continued to work on my project that I started several months ago that I told you all I was uh, wanting to go through all of the beers that we've tried on the podcast and enter them into rate beer. And I am up to the T's now. Actually, the last <laughs> thing I rated before I did, before I came over, was uh, Ticate Diablo Gelada. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I want to have all of those entered into rate beer before we go to Blue Bonnet, which is actually next weekend. Next weekend. I'm very excited about that. Super excited. Yeah, I told them that we have to get a picture next to the cardboard prints. <laughs> if Oh, I would assume Royal. he's going to be there again because yeah. he's been there the last three years yeah well we weren't there last year so we don't know well that's true yeah and uh well two years before that anyway right <laughs> the blue bonnet facebook page has been teasing what commercial beers are going to be available over the past few weeks and there's been a lot of things that uh, i have not had before a lot of new breweries cool. i haven't had before so that's kind of why i wanted to get all this into rate beer so that i can get there and know what i need to look for Right. So that's coming up. Very exciting. We'll have a couple episodes from that one. And then I think a week after that is Big Texas Beer Festival, which yep. is also another huge push to get new beers and stuff. Yep. Actually, we're going uh, Friday night this year instead of Saturday. Usually we'll get up yes. early Saturday and go stand in line for two hours until they open. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a bit of a but, change. Uh, yeah. This year we'll get off work and then uh, tear butt over to get over to Dallas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm. so that's basically what I've done. Cool. Cool. I got Very cool. two beers on tap still, uh, two beers that are fermenting. Picked up both kegs last night, and I don't think they're even halfway done. Hmm. So I'll be enjoying a nice apple cider and a double IPA for a long time to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got that uh, Munich Dunkel that I still need to uh, keg. It's been lagering for maybe yeah, two it's months about now. Time. Maybe, yeah. You got yeah. a fourth tap that's open. Might as well do it. Yeah. I've still got my uh, milk stout on tap and uh, <laughs> my uh, Belgian double. And uh, I still need to referment that Imperial Blonde. Still? You haven't done it yet? No. It might be a little too uh, late, but I don't know. It's never too late. Yeah. Anyway, well, so, uh, thanks to our listeners and, and people who are watching on Facebook Live. Which is nobody. You, oh, well. Yeah. Yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we actually have like a nice webcam now. Yeah, we upgraded a system thanks to a thanks to a very generous benefactor. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so uh, look forward to uh, getting some more Facebook Live videos put up, and maybe we'll add a new dimension to what we're doing. You can actually see what we're drinking, which will be especially uh, interesting today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Speaking of what we're drinking today. <laughs> Yeah, this is awkward trying to buy this stuff at the store. It is. I, you know, I, I sent that out to the text yeah. group today, and it, I, like you said, Travis, I was feeling judged. <laughs> it's weird when you go to buy beer. It's like, okay, yeah, it's beer, it's fine, whatever, right? But when you're buying non-alcoholic beer, they're like, why? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you trying to pull here? Are Are you actually twenty with a full beard and having gray and? <clears throat> Uh, and you're just trying to get away with spot? it? Yeah. I well, I didn't get carded buying it. I didn't either. Sawyer did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did get carded. Um, I went through the self-checkout line. Oh, well, that's probably why. Yeah. So Not they, a look. The machine was like, age verification. Attendant notified. Great. <laughs> they come over, what do you buy? Oh, you're buying non-alcoholic yeah, beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and it's weird. I I don't know why we should feel so awkward buying it, but you just do. Yeah, it's kind of strange. I went all the way to the end of the beer aisle where all that stuff was, and there was there was a beer guy who was restocking all the like Coors Miller products. The beer guy was at the store when I was there too. Me and, too. And he had I don't, he kept like doing the side eye at me as I'm looking at Odules and Sharp and <laughs> Clostin Holler and all all this stuff over there. Um, I I don't know. It was a little strange. Yeah, I, I can't really put my finger on it. So yeah. I get. But I guess the first thing we should decide is who is. <laughs> oh, come on, Travis! I say you're completely for that one. Watch, watch, watch! I'll put my finger on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one thing we should decide first is who their target audience. Obviously, we're talking about non-alcoholic beer today. Yeah. You know, but who is the target, like demographic? For who would purchase and drink non-alcoholic beer on a regular basis? People who can't drink regular beer, regular. Maybe for a health reason. Yeah, that too. Like I know there's somebody in the homebrew club who who can't drink, not supposed to drink alcohol. So apparently he's gotten really good at at making very low slash non-alcoholic homebrew. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's like a liver thing or or what, but um, so there are people that can't drink alcohol, but they still want to sit down and have a beer or maybe feel like they're having a beer or taste the, I guess, the light beer. <laughs> yeah, that's something I, don't know. I saw that in a lot of the packaging was enjoy all the great flavor of the light American lager you love without the effects of the alcohol. You know, maybe if is- you have a job where you consistently operate heavy machinery and <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you mean like an airplane <clears throat> yeah let me fly this uh boeing 747 let me crack up a an o'duels and <laughs> well, i think we'd have to talk to someone about that <laughs> even still just i mean you'd feel awkward doing it i would think or if you're like driving a forklift or a tractor trailer down the road you got a, a non-alcoholic beer still feel like you're getting away with something yeah i I don't know um maybe when we go through the history and everything we'll figure out why it exists yeah that is one big question i've had in preparing for this episode so we should definitely get into that Uh, but certainly if you are enjoying this or you enjoy our previous episodes then we invite you to subscribe and keep listening Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of good things we're on social media as we talked about before we are now on facebook live right which is streaming right now, but if you're listening after we post this, then you missed out, so it sucks to you. They can still watch it after the fact. Yeah. On Sundays. And actually, next week, what, Saturday? Friday or Saturday? Probably Saturday. Yeah. If you want to be involved in future live streaming episodes, then be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're pretty good about posting uh, whenever we do these live episodes. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's Normally Sundays at two thirty Central. Sundays at two thirty. Well, we use, I guess we get here at two thirty. We start about three o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> start about three o'clock on Sunday. Anyway, so all right. Well, shall we get into the non-alcoholic? No. <laughs> non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs>
non-alcoholic. Well, I guess we don't really have a choice. Um, it was kind of hard to find a whole lot of information about this kind of beer. But right. um, as far as style guidelines, obviously there's not a BJCP category for non-alcoholic beer. Nope. So let's just say variable by base style. Easy enough. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't really find a whole lot of history either, so I'm just going to read off of what uh, Wikipedia says about non-alcoholic beer. Because <laughs> it had the most information that I could find. Uh, Low-alcohol beer, also called light beer, not really, non-alcoholic beer, small beer, small ale, or near beer. They have the information you need. Right. At least we hope. It's beer with low alcohol content or no alcohol, which aims to reproduce the taste of beer without the inebriating effects of standard alcoholic brews. Most low alcohol beers are lagers, but there are some low alcohol ales. In the United States, beverages containing less than 0.5% ABV are legally called non-alcoholic, according to the now defunct (laughs) Volstead Act. He said AVB. Did I? AVB. Yeah. No, whatever. Uh, in the UK, following definitions apply by law. No alcohol or alcohol-free is not more than 0.05%, not 0.5 like it is in the US. And then de-alcoholized is over 0.05, but less than 0.5% ABV. And then low alcohol is, wow, low alcohol is not more than 1.2%. Is that our ten dollar word for the day? Dealkalized, 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 dealkalized. I hope there's <laughs> alkaline in your beer. What? Here's a fun fact: Spain is the main consumer and producer of low alcohol beer in the European Union. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, a brief history on low alcoholic beer. Uh, date backs to at least medieval Europe, where they served. It was served as a less risky alternative to water, which is often polluted by feces and parasites. Oh, oh was that a poop joke? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to play the butt beer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was also less expensive than the full strength brews. Uh, more recently, the temperance movements and the need to avoid alcohol while driving, operating machinery, etc., led to the development of non-intoxicating beers. In the U.S., uh, non-alcoholic. Why is that so hard? Non-alcoholic to, English so hard to is say. hard. Non-alcoholic brews were promoted during Prohibition. In 1917, President Wilson proposed limiting the alcohol content of malt beverages to 2.75 percent to try to appease avid prohibitionists. In 1919, Congress approved the Volstead Act, which limited the alcohol content of all beverages to 0.5 percent. These very low-alcohol beverages became known as tonics, and many breweries began brewing them in order to stay in business during Prohibition. Since removing the alcohol from the beer requires just one simple extra step, many breweries saw it as an easy change. In 1933, when Prohibition was repealed, breweries easily removed this extra step. Hey, Chris. Sir. Craig says that he really likes your shirt. I would hope so. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wearing my Homebrew for Heroes t-shirt. Go to hb4h.org. All right. I saw on Facebook that they had uh, <laughs> they had loaded up all their beer and were shipping it out this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I saw that, too. That's pretty awesome. neat. Yeah. We need to do that still. <laughs> yeah, we do. Now, you mentioned that extra step. Yeah. That they... Is, takes, as far as I know... What is that? Um, and when I, when I researched this for the homebrew side of it, like how would you make non-alcoholic beer, all you have to do is... Uh, get your finished beer, your alcoholic brew, and you don't boil it, but you heat it up to like 160 for like 15 minutes, and the uh, alcohol steams out. Okay. So you're not boiling it again, but you're heating it up so that it steams, and apparently the alcohol steams before water, like at a lower uh, temperature. Yes. So, like, a similar process is used in distilling where you'll make a beer first, and then they'll heat it up to whatever the boiling point of alcohol is, which is lower than water, and so then the alcohol will steam up, and then it'll collect over in a distillery. Right. And so then what they have that's pulled off is, one, you know, pure alcohol, and then they'll right. use that, and they'll blend it, and they'll cut it, that kind of thing. So, but what you're yeah. doing is just distilling it into the air. 
so that everyone who walks into the kitchen breathes in pure alcohol and just gets drunk as you're simmering well, your, your pot of that way or whatever. Because the night that I decided to try this was um, very soon after I had kegged my cider. Uh-huh. And that's when we found out that Mariani was pregnant. And I had brewed the cider for, you know, the girls that were coming to that party. And so I put... You Baby know, making is hard. Yeah. I put a couple of cups of it on the stove and heated it up. And you could smell the alcohol. Like if you put your nose right over the pot and smelled the steam, it smelled very strong of alcohol. Hmm. Um, but, the, of course, it was cider. It wasn't beer. But it tasted just like the other cider did. Um, you know, I had I held it at 160 for like 15 minutes, so all the alcohol steamed out and no problem. Okay. So I guess that's that extra step. But even at the broader level, um, obviously you have to carbonate after because I, I would think that um, heating it up would kind of stave off that CO2 also. Yeah. So you'd have to carbonate it again if it was homebrew. But mm-hmm. anyway. Um, well, let's move on. By the 1980s and 1990s, growing concerns about alcoholism led to the growing popularity of light beers, with Anheuser-Busch's Bud Light eventually becoming the most popular beverage in the U.S. In the 2010s, breweries have focused on marketing low-alcohol beers to counter the popularity of homebrew. Interesting. Light beer. Declining consumption has also led to the introduction of mass-market non-alcoholic beverages dubbed as near beer. Now, in doing some of this research, I did find it interesting that in some states, and I'm not going to say which ones, <laughs> in some states, depending on the, the ABV of that non-alcoholic beer, can be purchased by minors. Hmm. Each state has a different law and different, you know, um, I guess, limit on what the, the concentration could be before they... I, I don't know why... But anyway, that's, for instance, in Sweden, beer below or equaling 2.25% is not legally subject to age restrictions. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. In, uh, like in looking into that, there are some interesting ethical issues between different countries, different states about non-alcoholic beers and beverages in general, um, such as like sparkling cider, sodas, and juices naturally contain trace amounts or no alcohol. Some fresh orange juice are above the UK alcohol-free limit of 0.05%, uh, as are some yogurts and rye bread. Like, those things have alcohol in them, too. You just don't realize it. Yeah. Um, but alcoholic beverages cannot be further purified to 0% alcohol by volume, period. It just doesn't happen. In fact, most beverages labeled non-alcoholic, like the ones we have today, actually contain at least 0% or 0.5% ABV uh, or more, as it is more profitable than distilling it to 0.05% ABV, often found in products sold by companies specializing in non-alcoholic beverages. Um, and that kind of leads to an ethical issue, like whenever you would try to serve it to a, uh, a minor or somebody who can't drink alcohol and yet it still has uh, a portion of alcohol in it. Yeah. Um. Most beverages advertised as non-alcoholic or alcohol-free actually contain alcohol. Finland has a quite high ABV regulation for non-alcoholic beverages that are classified 6%. as alcoholic beverage by most of the countries. Uh, and here's their, there's their Alcohol Act law. Non-alcoholic beverage means a beverage which can. Non-alcoholic beverage means a beverage which contains a maximum of 2.8 percentage by volume ethyl alcohol. So if it is less than 2.8, it is considered non-alcoholic in Finland. That's shocking. European Union labels beverages containing only more than 1.2% ABV. It's crazy. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's uh, definitely ones today that we're going to have that have at least half a percent. Um, but... I do believe that this will be, even though it has half a percent, I do believe this will be the first episode out of 91 episodes that Sawyer will not be drunk by the end. Yeah, let's hope so. I would hope so. If he gets drunk off a non-alcoholic beer, the perpetual drunkenness is confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. I guess we'll see. Are we ready to uh, (laughs) 
dive in. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. several to try. Let's do it. So, all right. I'm excited. Let's take our break and get ready. All right, we're going to kick it off with uh, Kurs non-alcoholic beer. Of course you brought the Kurs. Of course. I couldn't pass this up when I saw this at the Kroger Marketplace. So you got this as the deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kick it off, not check it out. I seriously don't remember doing that. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. It says non-alcoholic malt beverage contains less than 0.5 ABV, 12 fluid ounces. So yeah, uh, brown bottle, gold, red and white, grayish label. Brown. Oh, I haven't poured mine yet. Oh, pour yours. <laughs> oh, what the? Oh, what did you oh. give me, Sawyer? I don't know, man. What the heck is this? Oh my god! Wow. Is this like infected the- or? Oh my. I don't know. We'll have to ask the guys at Curse. Moldy. Holy. That's green. What did? Yeah, take a picture of that one. Yeah, put that on Facebook. He poured his bottle that we both poured, and his is a vibrant green, like lime sherbet green. Mm-hmm. Even the head is green. Yeah. What did you give me, Sawyer? Well, I was hoping that it would be Coors, <laughs> non-alcoholic beer. Non-alcoholic. <laughs> Well, that's that's what I got, I guess. Yeah. Let's see what Mike thinks about it. Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> oh, no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, um, my glass is uh, brilliantly clear. It's a straw colored. I mean, very, very close to water, but there's a light touch of yellowish Pee. gold. Yeah. Very light, but straw. Uh, white foamy head. Lots of bubbles. Kind of fades quickly like the regular cores does, so a lot of similarities there. Aroma is grainy. Bland. Yeah, kind of kind of just, just faint all over. Just beer. And I like how my head hasn't really gone away in compared to your in comparison to yours. Mm-hmm. Sample, you okay over there? It's still green. Yeah, he poured his extra hard. And I guess that's what happens. Yeah. They I should do that, like you know, like in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, where you find the golden ticket. It's like find the, the, <laughs> the green beer. I got a green beer. I got a green beer to make mine. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a lot of corn elements in this too. Mm-hmm. Just, there's not much else. It's just like grainy and corn, and, and that's it. Oh man. It doesn't even taste like regular Coors. No, it just it's tastes really like, strange. Yeah, it's like corn water. Yeah, like a, a bread yeast starter, almost. Yeah, it's really bready. Yeah, very like way more bready than just a regular Coors Light or Coors Original. Even did we say the ABV on this? Yeah, under point five. It says contains less than 0.5, but it doesn't specify exactly what. So that's really vague. I guess when you're boiling it off, it's it's kind of hard to tell how much. Or legally, that's all they have to write to be classified as non-alcoholic. It just has to yeah. be less than that. So like, you know, there's less than that in there. Yeah. Which uh, Sawyer is working through his first class and... Uh, okay, I think he looks okay so far. You know, no, no visible effects of the less than point five percent or. Yeah, anything. I'm okay for now. Here's so. an idea: Power Hour 3.0. Right now <laughs> on non-alcoholic beer, just oh to see, God. because oh. sti- it's still point five percent. How long do you think it would take you to get drunk? To well, at least to start feeling it, drinking point five, you probably get full first, right? Probably. Yeah, like I mean, you- I get full playing regular Power Hour. You get full and you just be peeing all the time. And then, I don't know. I don't. How did that happen? Yeah, can you see <laughs> that Facebook? Look at his glass. It is vibrant green. Can you see that on the video, Sawyer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. In comparison. Thanks a lot, Sawyer. 
Sorry. Yeah, that's that's like super light and. Did you play the It's Yellow drop yet? I did not. Oh, well, that's perfect for this because it really is. It's Yellow. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just like very bready, um, almost, almost like a sourdough quality with just a a touch of sour notes but so at this point would you call this a substitute for regular Coors Light or Coors Original yeah no there's too much of a difference yeah it's it's way different it's noticeable I I guarantee if we did a a blind tasting we'd be able to pick this one out I think that this is closer to Coors Banquet isn't Coors Banquet essentially the same thing as Coors Original yeah but I can taste the similarities well, Coors Original is a staple for Travis and I because that was the 50-cent beer at Buck and Loons. Mm-hmm. We oh, had it all man. the time. I miss Buck and Loons. I do, too. Young some beer. beer. Some yeah. chicken chunks. Maybe we should open Buck and Loons back up. Yeah. It got it got bought out by somebody. Oh, really? I saw that recently. Oh, man. Yes. So <laughs> they cut down the bushes in front, and it's actually turning into Speaking of bush. <laughs> oh, no. If y'all want some of this beer, man. <laughs> yeah. We... I don't know why we... Of course, I guess the only way to buy it is in six-packs, but we all have a six-pack of non-alcoholic beer. Well, I wasn't trying... Slightly cranked up bush. I wasn't trying to be funny and get it in a 40, but I couldn't find them at Kroger, so... (laughs) How ironic would that be, non-alcoholic beer in a 40? But you know what was sitting next to this? Hmm. Was Steel Reserve. (laughs) And that just brought back memories. Wait, like regular Steel Reserve? Yes. Not like NA Steel Reserve? Right. (laughs) That would be like a contradiction in terms. No, right I know there. that. I'm just saying it brought back memories. No, I'm saying if Steel Reserve made an A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the reasons why somebody would buy this would be for health reasons, like we mentioned before. But another reason that I that I discovered was if you have somebody who doesn't drink alcohol but wants to be included in the social aspect of it. I'm sorry, the what? The social aspect of it. I'm sorry, who's the perpetual drunk? <laughs> you know, someone who wants to be included with everyone drinking beer and then you have a glass of a yellow colored liquid in your hand you know you would be involved in that too but nobody necessarily has to know that you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer so that would be another reason why somebody would want to buy a na beer so they can socially fit in without the consequences sure yeah you don't have a glass of water in your hand and but at some point somebody's going to see you go back to your cooler Pull out your beer. I don't know. You know, I I get what you're saying, though. It's definitely the, I guess, the easiest way to fool people. Yeah, (laughs) because it certainly has a lot of elements of a beer flavor. Very bready, very grainy. Um, I'm really not getting much past that. It's uh, it's interesting. Unless you're drinking wine, then you know, can't fool anybody. It's still weird. I wonder what's going to happen, you know, a couple hours down the road. I'm going to... Hold it up to the light. I'll take a picture. I'm going to send a picture of you guys of my poop whenever I poop later. Oh! <laughs> Maybe it'll be green. I don't know. Ew. <laughs> That's why Eddie's no longer with us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I bet you could probably... I'm going to pound the crap out of it. Oh! Uh, yeah? Speaking of which... My palatability writing... <laughs> <laughs> Most 11. people are probably going to think I would say 10. I don't think I'm going to say a 10. I can't say 10 either. 11. I, I wouldn't even say that. I, w- I would say like 4. Really? Yeah, there's no way. I'm sorry. There's, there's, there's just no way. Just a little strange about it. Um, like, it's, it's, a, it's got the high carbonation like Coors Light, Coors Original. Yeah. It, uh, it's light bodied, so that makes it easy. But just it. It's bready, really bready. I'm surprised. Yeah. Like sourdough, not even like uh-huh. regular bread. <laughs> yeah. I'd put it to seven. I don't think I could do this as a 10. It's close, but... Hmm. You know, it's surprisingly low carbonation. Usually when you drink like a light beer or Coors Original or, you know, Budweiser, it's really, really carbonated. Yeah, look at Sawyer's glass. It's just... The bubbles are still going crazy. He's barely drinking... Sawyer... Get off your phone and drink your beer. Oh, I can't drink that. That's just disgusting. What? 
It's it it's it's making me feel a little loopy. Oh, <laughs> it's making you feel loopy a little bit. He's drank a quarter of a glass. All right, well, you know, give <sighs> us give us a just chug it. And give us a poundability on it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't even do that. <laughs> oh man, <A> four. <laughs> um, the alcohol is everything for me in the beer. <laughs> I'm going to give this a green seven. Oh, wait, that's an ingredient. Just a seven. <laughs> Never heard of that ingredient. I've heard of lettuce or something like that. No, like, you know, look at the ingredients. It's like red four or blue two or... Well, Remember sounds... the rumor when we were kids that yellow seven was the one that caused your sperm count to drop? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you couldn't drink Surge. Yeah, oh. Surge, dude. <laughs> I still remember that. Uh, I drank so much of that when I was younger. Oh, that explains it. Uh, I mean, uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> Baby making is hard. <laughs> yes, when you drink Surge. <laughs> All right, well, um, how am I going to finish this first? <laughs> Mine's green. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We may have to take some breaks in this episode because it's... It's hard to drink a full glass of something you're not too enthused about. Uh, this is awful. <clears throat> and still re- remaining 100% Does sober. Does anybody else's feel kind of slimy? Yes. In the mouthfeel? Or yes. is that just a, the fact that mine was probably infected? <laughs> yeah. Yours was the color of Slimer from Ghostbusters. Uh huh. Or what was the uh, flubber? To be flubber, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Robin Williams. <laughs> Him and Eddie are hanging out together. And oh, jeez. The great beyond. <laughs> they died from green poop. <laughs> Bless you. My teeth green now? No, not really, actually. Not really or no? No. <laughs> this episode sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, when you're drinking non-alcoholic beer. So. Yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. I guess this is... Uh, one example of a non-alcoholic beer. We have a few others we can try out. Uh, so let's uh, yeah. let's get on to the next one. Let's try another one. And we're not Bach. We're moving on to Old Milwaukee. We're old. In a non-alcoholic you, malt beverage. Hold on. Sawyer, what are you laughing at? Craig says, Sawyer is a loopy drunk off half an N.A. beer. Ha, 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 ha. Perpetually drunk Sawyer. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm drunk. Do you think non-alcoholic beer sounds different when you open it? Oh, it does. A little less uh, satisfying. I didn't hear any hiss, hiss out of yours. <laughs> eh, we'll see. Well, this hey, this one's not infected. Cool. Yeah. It's regular yellow color. It's oh, dark. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. Sawyer, what what did you do? I see what you did there. Okay, Sawyer poured his and it is brilliantly green. I was not expecting that. So so Sawyer got the infected one of the old Milwaukee. Oh gosh. It it pours yellow, but turns green when it hits the glass. Man. Inoculated. Must have been. On the can, it says contains less than 0.5% alcohol. Um, Untapped says 0.4%, but that's what this one is. Old Milwaukee. Well, it's a very light straw color. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, mine is. Two two of ours are. (laughs) Mine is extremely green. This looks similar to the Coors. Not alcoholic. Aroma's a little different. It's not quite as... It's very similar, actually. There's some similarities. It's not quite as bready, like over-the-top bready like the other one was. Mine smells like a leprechaun. So- <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a drop for that one, Travis. No, Sorry. I, I saw you looking. Yeah, I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> I tasted the rubber. I don't know what a leprechaun <laughs> I get more corn and less bread out of this one. Yeah. This one's Cornholio. Or adjunct forward, I would say. This does not taste like the agave nectar in a Sidewinder beer. <laughs> you know what we should have done? Probably done a side-by-side of the N.A. versus the regular one. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe next time. 
Next time we visit non-alcoholic, we'll do a, a comparison of the regular version. This this next week, <laughs> we'll do that. Maybe that's the one, the episode we should do a blue bonnet because we're gonna get hammered. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not gonna be okay. <laughs> Similar uh, flavor, yeah. Um, still has a very bready, grainy flavor to it. Uh, a little little touch of metallic notes but still it's kind of a sourdough quality to it also I, like you said I do get some more of the metallic something mm-hmm. this tastes like a can it's like a unsalted uh, sunflower seeds the shell <laughs> sorry what are you doing I'm mixing it up you dip in your now your finger's gonna be green ew <laughs> Ah. You were doing what to a leprechaun? <laughs> Stuck your finger in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Off. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't get the slimy note in this one like I did the other one. Yeah. I like this better than the course. <laughs> marginally. Yeah. <laughs> Just because there's less of a flavor to hate, I suppose. You think it's more watered down? I do. Yes. Maybe yeah. that's why it has 0.4% instead of less than 0.5%. It feels thinner. Just This is also green. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That's a very nice color green. It is. It's yeah. pretty. It's a pretty it's a pretty green. I wonder since, you know, St. Patty's Day was this week that these breweries are just, you know, infecting their beers on purpose so they come out green when you pour it. It doesn't taste infected. <laughs> just like one out of the six pack. Yeah. Well, that's that's like what I was saying. It's like it's like fighting the golden ticket, you know? <laughs> Find the green beer. You win. Yeah. Another beer. <laughs> <laughs> You lose. You lose. Uh, I'm finding finding it difficult to find things to talk about. Yeah, (laughs) there's really not much to this. And I guess that's what they're going for. And welcome to the lowest downloaded episode of our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see about that. My palatability rating. (laughs) This one is much higher for me. Than a seven? No, than a a four. four. Um, I this you would, said seven on the last one. No, I said four. No. This would be a seven. I'll go up one point from my seven, and I'll say an eight. I'm still getting that weird like sunflower seed shell flavor. It's I weird. thought you liked sunflower seeds. Uh, I did until I went to a ranger game as a kid, and I ate a lot of them, and then I threw up afterwards. How'd you throw up some, from sunflower seeds? Well, I ate sunflower seeds and a hot dog and uh, candied, uh, what is that, the... The, I can't cotton, think of the words. Cotton candy. Cotton candy. Yeah. Really? You can't I, think of cotton candy. <laughs> I was gonna say candy corn, and I got stuck on that. Yeah. Yeah. I just ate a bunch of things, and I threw up, and then afterwards, I didn't like any of those things. So slowly, as an adult, I'm starting to like them again. What? You couldn't eat hot dogs? You like hot dogs? Yeah. I like like sausage links better, like the cheddar. That's a drop. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What? <laughs> You're just gonna cut it to say I like sausage, aren't you? There you go. <laughs> so are you feeling That's okay over said. there? I feel great. He has also drank a quarter of this glass. <laughs> how are you? Get- <laughs> how are you getting drunk off of like a half a beer and a quarter of a beer, I'm all not, of which are non-alcoholic beers. I'm not real sure. I mean, they're not completely non-alcoholic. This is less than 0.5 ABV. <laughs> Holy crap. You are perpetually drunk, aren't you? Maybe so. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess there's not much left to say in this one. Uh, oh, I didn't get my number. Probably I'll, I'll stick to seven. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it. So, all right. I think that this is a little too thick for me. 
<laughs> well, if you think so. <laughs> we were talking about hot dogs earlier, so I don't know. Sausages. I like this beer. Oh, Thank God. you very much. I'll be here all night. <laughs> and by all night, I mean 10 p.m. Do you like it because it's green or because it's non-alcoholic? Both. The taste is awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Our drop quality has risen <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, jeez. Uh. All right. All right. Well, Let's uh, move on. Yeah. Next up is Bush. <laughs> Eddie's looking for it. Okay. May he rest in peace. Um, good. Grief Sawyer. <laughs> you got a lot of head there with your Bush. Yeah. When I was talking to my dad about Bush. You were what? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so this is Bush in a... It says, a smooth, mm. refreshing, non-alcoholic brew, born a tradition of bush beer. Look at all that head. My gosh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking for an ABV on the can, but it's not... Oh, there it is. Contains less than 0.5%. I guess I'll pour mine. Hey. Oh. oh, my God. What? Oh. oh, Travis got the infected one. Oh my gosh, mine's green. Ew. It's like very seaweedy. What has happened? <laughs> Even the head is green. Uh, your bush is green. Oh. You might want to get that checked out. Yeah, it sounds like chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I met this female leprechaun at, a, at the parade last weekend. Uh, oh. I see. Anyway. Um, Do you mean light at the balcony sh- club? <laughs> light straw color. <laughs> Slightly cranked up bush. Very similar aroma to the others. I'm not getting nearly the, the bready note, though. This is like the faintest of all the aromas, I think, so far. Mm, look at that pour. Actually, you know what? The flavor's not half bad. <laughs> Are you done, Sawyer? I am now. Stop shaking the bush. And just drink it. Oh, I gotta wait for the head to go down a little bit. I want to get me some climax. Ooh. What? Whoa! What? <laughs> okay, I guess so. Anyway, you know, I, uh, despite mine being green, it doesn't taste half bad either. I like the way the head looks. <laughs> How Sawyer are you? Uh, so check it out. <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> You've had like two and a half. I know. Probably closer to one and a half non-alcoholic yeah. beers. <laughs> Two quarters. <laughs> Two and three quarters. Mm. Anyway, so I think this one tastes the best out of the three so far. I shall taste it now. It's not nearly as uh, sourdough bready. No. Ow. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's teeth there. I just hit my teeth. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot I had a drink. <laughs> Um. Anyway, I'm not getting the bready notes that we were before. I'm not getting near as much corn. I think this is the closest one to an actual light beer so far. Yeah, just like a, a straightforward beer. If we had the side-by-side with Bush Light, there would probably be some very close similarities. Yeah. I'd say for sure. I've had bush light enough to know what it tastes like and yeah this one's pretty close yeah the Coors not even close not not even just no, no. it's not day <laughs> old Milwaukee I think is different enough to know it was closer uh, I think this will be pretty dang close yeah if you it's put them side by side it'd be you'd be hard pressed to it's the first one of the bush product I think old Milwaukee is brewed by Pabst, which is owned by yeah. Coors now. So apparently Anheuser-Busch does non-alcoholic beer better than Coors does. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, Is that something that you'd want to uh, advertise to people? We make really good non-alcoholic beer. Well, those uh, those miners that want to drink it, you know, yeah, they'll, they'll want to advertise it that way. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't want them getting drunk like you. No. Mm-mm. I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Travis, are you feeling anything? Yeah, I feel fine. No, I... I was just thinking that this is kind of a strange episode because usually by the third beer, you know, feeling a buzz and that's yeah. when the episode starts to go off the rails. But yeah. today we're, well... I'm not getting feisty. No. No, you're, you're not. Just, <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling a little frisky today. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out or you might touch your butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> butt beer. Exactly. Or your balls. Balls. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. No, we're drinking bush. I, oh yeah. I'm I'm not used to being sober on these episodes. Me neither. Oh wait. Maybe not like a hundred percent sober. Yeah. It's different. It's it's I don't know. It is a little different. Word. 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 Up, yo. <laughs> Word. Thank you, Scar. My palatability writing. <laughs> this one's going to be a 10 for me. Yeah, I think we'll go up there on this one. I'm going to have to say 10 as well. This one's actually not bad. 10's all around. Palatability at 10. <laughs> actually, uh, she could drink this beer right now. Well, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. This still has some alcohol in it. It's so. not 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 affecting me. Nope. Of course, you're not a fetus. <laughs> As a drop. Thank you. <laughs> of course, you're not a fetus. Right. Well, we have one more. I guess it could be considered a local example. Yeah. It's from Texas. Of course, I guess. Uh, Coors could be from Texas too. <laughs> yeah, could be. Are you okay over there, Sawyer? I'm just fantastic. <laughs> it's tremendous. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get our last one out. All right, well, the last beer that we're going to. Oh man. <laughs> Now this is really strange because I, I don't understand. I mean, it's from Texas. Why but is it red? Why is mine blue? Oh! Now I know this is Texas beer, but I didn't know that it came in colors: red, yellow, and blue. It's <laughs> a beer of a different color. I guess it could be white. Snip, I don't know. Snip here, snip, snip there. So this is Texas Select. Which I've never even heard of this before. Maybe they're selective in their coloring. Maybe so. Uh, less than 0.5% ABV. Only 58 calories. Okay. That fits in my diet. It doesn't. I can't. I'm trying to figure out who makes this. Produced for Richland Beverage Associates uh, LTD, Dallas, Texas, by a San Antonio beverage company. P.O. Box 739, <laughs> Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There is the most confusing <laughs> label I have ever read. Richland Beverage Associates, Dallas, Texas, by San Antonio and Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, San Antonio Beverage Company is based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but it's produced for Richland Beverage in Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Oh this must be so strange. This must be Schlitz. <laughs> I, just reading that gives me the Schlitz. Man. Looking at this red stuff, look at it's, look what it's doing to my head. Like it's all rocky and <laughs> ew. No, and that was the pour. I don't know about that. You got a pour pour. I did pour pour. Hey, Texas Select is not an untapped. Yes, it is. I just looked for it. I just searched Texas Select. Okay, and the third thing on there is Texas Select non-alcoholic brew by the San Antonio Beverage Company. Oh yeah, you're right. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Like, look at this. I'm going to call myself a liar. L- look at now that. see look on at untapped this time. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh, it looks like a never-ending story. The clouds. Never That's what my story. poop is going to look like later. <laughs> That's more like turquoise. Mine's not blue. Whatever. This tastes more like the Coors original, or not original. 
the Coors. Here, don't touch it. Uh, <laughs> this tastes like more like the Coors in a... Nah, nah, man. It's like super bready and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can make it worse. Yeah, it looks like something you see in a science health textbook about why you use protection. It looks like a big piece of Ew. cauliflowers. Yeah, it's gross. It's red. <laughs> Sawyer's beer is red. Chris's beer is bluish. <laughs> bluish. It's almost more pink. Mine is exactly like the other ones. It's clear, straw. If you drop more bubbles. into my beer. <laughs> I don't know what you're about. It came that way. Aroma is... Just kind of there. Grainy, metallic. Hey, give me a little bit of that. <laughs> Touch of bread. Of what? That's about it. What you just poured in there. The blue? Yeah. Why? It'll make it purple. <laughs> Not purple. <laughs> Flavor is... Grainy. Metallic. Watery. Light-bodied. Yeah. I do think it's exactly the same as um, as the Coors. Look at it just fall into the bottom of my glass. Bush. Yeah, you gotta mix that up. That looks cool. So mix it up! Including the comer- the commercial examples. We don't have commercial examples of this one. Hmm. Man, after trying four of these, if this is all that I had to drink, like all the time... Probably quit drinking beer. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, you'd probably just, probably just give up beer altogether. Because uh, it's not very good. Yeah, I'm, no, no disrespect, but I don't like any of these. <sighs> this head is pretty gummy. And <laughs> I was <laughs> sorry. Stop playing with your head. Sorry. I would never reach for one of these or order it above anything else. If I had a choice. But think about when you couldn't drink. When you had shingles. I drank you, a crap load of water. Yeah. Just I always had a glass in front of me. But if you if you to. had gone to like a party or something and you couldn't drink alcohol, then like you were mentioning before, this might be an alternative. Perhaps. Purple. So out of the four, which one would you pick? If I had to drink one, it'd be the Bush and A. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would have to go with Bush. <laughs> bush all around. Yes, let's all have some Bush. We did that already. Mm. Man, well, we thought this was going to be an exciting, fun episode. Um, we were wrong. But that's okay. You can't always be right. Thanks a lot, Sawyer. Yeah. You're He's- supposed to be drunk. I am drunk. <laughs> don't know how i don't either but for some reason after four non-alcoholic beverages he didn't even drink all of them yes where he drank a portion of each one of the yeah less than 0.5 percent beverages why are you breathing so hard i'm laughing (laughs) gosh There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It has been proven. Uh, Sawyer's perpetually drunk. Also known as University of Houston. Oh, gosh. (sighs) Sawyer, what are we doing next week? I don't know. What are we doing (laughs) next week? Oh, I know what we're doing next week. (laughs) (laughs) This this next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right, I think we're done. So uh, this next week, oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us for our latest episode of Bruce Styles, where uh, <laughs> where we talked about the non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic, and Sawyer got drunk anyway. Somehow, <laughs> um, oh, you right. <laughs> uh, next week is a great American tradition: blue bonnet. Is next week. Cheers until then. Okay, bye!